Hey, welcome to the Audio Up News Network. It's Friday, sometime in July 2020, and I'm talking to Liam Farrell, hanging out in Brooklyn. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, Zach? <laughs> Man, what is up? Not much. You know, we keep rolling. Uh, I'm here in L.A., or I'm going back to L.A. tomorrow, I should say. I've been out of town. It's been lovely. But I got to get back to my real life, which is sitting around my own house instead of my mother-in-law's house. Nice. Uh, dude, yes. what is going on in the world? I want to start with this. What, this first of all, why did Melania Trump have a statue? And who burnt it the fuck down? Yeah, so I am not even really sure. I just saw that in a drunken haze last night, and I sent you <laughs> what I thought was an article. It turned out to just be a JPEG. But from what I understand, um, some American living in Germany commissioned the statue in Romania or somewhere, and then they burned it down. Wait, an American in Germany commissioned a statue in Romania? Yes. That's my just, understanding is of it. it. Did he do it just to burn it down, or did he do it because he really thinks she deserves a statue? uh jury's out on that i mean i think we were gonna let um you know the society be the judge um <laughs> but i'm gonna have to uh read a little more into that one because yeah because why would they erect a statue to like you know basically a glorified hooker you know she's a russian or wherever she was from basic like escort she marries one of the richest douchebags in the world, becomes first lady. She gets a statue. That's what that's what constitutes like being immortalized these days. Uh, maybe it could be that. I think it, it is also. Let's also not forget she's a mother to a very very oh. tall nine year old. Oh yes, that's true. Is Baron so, Trump uh, tall? Yeah, he's like six eight. I think. Damn, he's got the NBA skills too. I hear he might like make the league in a few years. Uh, <laughs> speaking yeah. of that, like. You know, all these women who are out there, they're called wags, wives and girlfriends, or jock sniffers, or whatever you want to call them, who sit around sports hotels trying to find the next $100 million superstar to, you know, get pregnant by and guarantee the bag for the next 30 years. Let's like erect that. statues for them. Yeah, just a wag, just a big, the statue of, uh, like, basically like the Statue of Liberty, but instead of a, a big mm -hmm. torch they're holding up, like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, apple teeny and uh <laughs> or they're just cuffing a player's balls oh yeah i like that too olivia colpo whoever <laughs> that is i don't know who she is but she's been like she's with christian mccafferty now who's a football player but before that she was with like julian edelman danny amendola like there's these just dudes who they pass these girls around so let's get a statue to olivia colpo starting it now let's go hell yeah we'll <laughs> erect it very soon hey Hey. <laughs> uh, speaking of erections, Central Park, Times Square, and Hollywood Boulevard Elmos are back. Yes, they are. Um, this is, you know, a, a byproduct of New York City going into phase three, three. baby. <laughs> so New York City is in phase three now? Because LA, we were in phase three, but I think we've now scaled back to phase one or two. Yeah, we're like in phase three, like light. So okay. get, get haircuts um, and whatnot. But um, you cannot eat in 
restaurants, which they said they were going to do as part of phase three, but they decided to cut that part out. So you can still, a lot of restaurants are open. You can go into, or you can, you know, go in and order the food or a drink and then sit outside with it. Right. LA was doing that for a while. I don't know. I haven't been back there in a week, but I don't know if it's, I think that's done. I think all bars and restaurants inside are closed. Yeah. Maybe outside's open. Uh, But luckily, you know, escape rooms are, are open. No? Outdoor escape rooms? Is that something that's a thing? Yeah, they're just, I, I saw one, there's a, a middle school down the street and they just repurposed the playground into an escape room where they just they tie people to the monkey bars with those, uh, you know, workout elastic bands and you just got to, you know, <laughs> you pay 40 bucks and you just got to try to get out of it. It's a good, <laughs> good luck guys. Yeah. Outdoor escape rooms. <laughs> Brilliant ideas that never quite worked. Yeah. <laughs> good luck getting inside guys. Yeah, and everyone's talking about Hamilton now. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm a very much on the record as anti Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, but um, I did see that something's going on with Hamilton, and uh, you know people can't buy tickets to Broadway, so they're just doing Hamilton in the Park now. Oh my God, it's the next Shakespeare in the Park, Hamilton in the Park. Are you really anti Lin Manuel Miranda? Yeah, for no good reason at all. I just he. I'm just not a fan. I, he's never done anything personally to me. I think he's a talented guy. Just don't like his face. <laughs> I am a huge Hamilton fan. Oh. Uh, have been since the beginning. But for some reason, about three years ago, when I was making a bunch of Hamilton parodies and stuff like that, he blocked me on Twitter. And I've never forgiven him for that. I mean, that seems pretty on brand. One of my favorite stories is uh, <laughs> Immortal Technique. You know the rapper? Yeah. They went to um, they went to high school together, and Immortal Technique used to bully him in high school. Okay. Well, dude, I'll just say this. He's a lyricist and a freaking freestyle master. That's right. And I don't throw that out much. Uh, but I'll, I'll give some love to Lin-Manuel, even though it's not your guy. Uh, but, yeah, the, um, the Times Square Elmo's. I mean, it's just kind of like – I haven't been back to Hollywood, but I'm gonna, the first thing I'm going to do tomorrow is drive down Hollywood Boulevard and see how many drunken, disgusting Elmos and Spider-Men are sitting there in soiled onesie pajamas trying to Oof. get kids to take pictures with them for five bucks. Yeah. And the, the costumes keep getting worse and worse because I yeah. think they're just ordering them from that company Wish. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen those, those ads. I ordered a couple things from Wish, and it was not what was really advertised. But... Well, you're a, plush, you're a furry or a plushie, I can't remember. I'm a furry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Spider-Man guy down at Hollywood and Highland in L.A. who, like, the, the outfit is so disgusting. It's just, like, caked in feces uh. and wine and, like, smells like cigarettes. And he's assaulting my kid at one point. He's like, let's take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, get the fuck away from me, dude. Got uh, hustle, out. though. Hey, got, you know. I get it. Shout out to all you uh, public play superheroes and Sesame Street characters trying to get that cash from innocent tourists. Welcome back to phase three. Welcome back. There's, you know what else is out there? A lot of Johnny Depp's. There's like, at one point I was at Hollywood and Highland, there was like seven Captain Jack Sparrows fighting, jockeying for position. What's like a Johnny Depp costume look like? 
J- Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, Captain Jack. Oh, so but they're not doing it. like Gilbert Gape or Gilbert Grape era. <laughs> yeah, they, there is one guy actually who rolls like full depth. Like he actually, this guy's a legend in Hollywood. He has the uh, Jack Sparrow tattoo on his arm. Oh, wow. He looks like Johnny Depp. He was featured in an episode of Nathan for You. But this guy's whole life is like impersonating Johnny Depp. And he looks like, I mean, you're like, wow, that's Johnny Depp right there. Holy shit. But not the Johnny Depp we've seen in the news lately. Coked out. Giving weed to his 13-year-old daughter, beating up his wife, getting his finger chopped off and writing shit in blood. Like, this dude, he was the hero of my generation. Now it's just like, it's over. I feel so bad. I love I love Johnny Depp. I hope he's recovering or whatever he's doing. And, you know, this trial plays out. But Jesus, that guy's oh. just a fucking mess. Wow, I, didn't, I thought that was just like the new, the plot of his next movie, like Secret Window Two or something like that. Exactly, fear and fear and snorting. Oh, yeah. Anyway, get better, pray for Dad. Johnny. Pray for Johnny, bro. Such the middle-aged white guy thing to say. Johnny Depp's innocent. He didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I loved Edward Scissorhands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. That was a good one. That was a good one. He had a lot of good ones. Shit. He really did. Who else had some? Jude Law. What's going on with Jude Law? Oh, yeah. So this is big in the news. Uh, Jude Law is has been tapped to play Captain Hook in Disney's new live-action version of Peter Pan. Ugh. I know. Why? why? Yeah. I, I feel like we already have a live-action version of Peter Pan, and it's incredible, and it's perfect, and it's called Hook. Hook is a fantastic movie. Yes. Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Bob Hoskins. Rest uh, in peace. Julia, yeah, rest in peace. Julia Roberts playing mm-hmm. Tinkerbell. Rufio. Look, they tried to redo Peter Pan a couple of years ago with Allison Williams, remember? From Girls. Oh, my God, yes. And that was a disaster. And then they did another movie called Pan a couple of years ago, and that wasn't very good. And, like, it's just one of those stories that I, it, it has some legs, but they've maybe milked it at this point. Yeah, milked it right into the cup. Like, he, why Jude Law to play Captain Hook, too? He looks like a Lego. Okay. <laughs> yes. Actually, every Lego character I, my son owns looks like Jude Law. You're, you are correct. Yeah, it's just that like, plop on kind of all features and hair and all. I don't know. Jula, I'm, I'm interested to see who they get to play some of the other characters. I heard word on the street that they're going to get Lena Dunham to play Smee. Ooh. Yeah, I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah. She'd be perfect. Who else? Who's your dream cast? Keep going. Uh, Rufio would be played by Andy Dick. Yeah. Oh, your boy. Never never grow up. Um, <laughs> Tinkerbell, Idris Elba. Sure. Got to get, get Idris in there. Yeah. What about Tiger um, I, Lily? Is there going to be a Tiger Lily? Or is that too controversial these days? You know what? It's a little, uh, it's a little insensitive to call her yeah, Tiger Lily in can't 2020. Can't go with Tiger Lily. Yeah, they're going to rename it. Uh, like Cancel Peter Pan. That's You're out of here. Get out of here, Peter Pan, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pan syndrome, of course, the delicate syndrome of never wanting to grow up. I have, you know, a, a slice of it in my life. Although I am a responsible father and adult, but I, you know, I'm still like in my mind, I'm still 22. Yeah, I feel that which too. Which is disgusting. Oh man! What's the thing? What's the thing on Peter Pan? If you like, if somebody dies, all you have to do is just clap and they bring them back to life. Was that the thing? 
Or is that the is that the fairies? You have to believe in the fairies and clap to bring them back. I do not remember. It's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do remember one line from Hook though. Why do you stop acting like a child? I am a child, Dad. <laughs> Thank you very much. Boom. Uh, when Robin Williams misses every Little League game his kid has. What a terrible father. He's bringing in the bucks, though. I mean, mm -hmm. Run Home Jack should realize, like, how lucky he was that Run Ron Home Williams Jack, yeah. Was bringing home some, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wait, Run Home Jack is kind of a – Sick hip hop name. Oh, was a, there was a punk band in college named Run Home Jack, if uh, I recall correctly. That's a good one. I like it. Uh, uh, what else is happening? Oh, uh, did you? Yo, oh, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. So another thing I saw in the news: uh, bargain hunters, people that shop on eBay, are buying old uh, police body cams, and police are apparently forgetting to wipe them clean, so they have all this footage. <laughs> Uh, cops being cops. Come on. Wait, a, a cop can just put an old body cam on eBay like an old iPhone 5? Apparently. I mean, I, I was thinking about it. It might be the old trick. What, what I do at, at my jobs is where you, after a couple years of having a job-issued laptop, you complain about it getting really slow, mm. and you ask them to give you a new one, and then – um, they give you a new one and you say, I got to keep the old one just so like I can transfer mm. stuff. And then they forget about it and then you sell it on eBay. So I'm guessing that's what some of these cops are doing. Yeah, they just wanted an upgraded body cam. That exactly. reminds me, Audio Up Media gave me a new computer. So I've been using it. I'm using it right now. Might have to keep this one for a while. Keep this one. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Make, just one, you know, make sure you don't say anything like on the record so that uh, Jared or... Yeah, Jackson don't worry. Here. I will never mention on any podcast or anything that I totally keeping the company issued computer smart thanks bro <laughs> yeah, so what's on these cameras like standard police business or like some shady shit or like any crimes being solved uh very little crimes are actually being solved and there's a lot of paperwork being done um donuts are being bought there was one uh assassination or a hit that was ordered by hillary clinton but other than that <laughs> yes yeah boom boom uh Hold on one second. Yeah, he – that's funny because how long before this Jizz Lane Maxwell is assassinated and hung in prison? Ooh. You know what I mean, Hillary? Yeah. I don't know. I think that they were saying they were going to put her in the same exact facility as Epstein, which doesn't seem like the brightest Not idea. Not the brightest idea. No. For my money, she will be dead within two weeks. Uh and is her name really Jizz Lane? Like, what kind of disgusting? Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to pronounce it. All I know is fuck her, and I hope she fucking rats out everyone else who was ever on Pedo Island or whatever it was called. Yeah, that's my hope, too. I think, you know, you know they should just put her in one of those Brooklyn escape rooms in the playground and just tie her There you her go. Up. Good luck getting out of here. Yeah. Keep a repurposed uh, police body cam on her at all times. So <laughs> you can film live stream. <laughs> That'd actually be the most widely live streamed video in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. See, you know how to make content, dude. Let's do this shit. Let's do it. Um, what about Mexico? Like, I, I, so I grew up in Arizona. We were like, Mexico opened their doors to us. Like, hey, guys, come down. Please spend all your stupid money on our bars and, you know, whatever else you want to do down here. Now they're saying, 
Fuck you, America. Get your COVID-19 bullshit out of our country. Yeah. I mean, the tables have turned. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I think they should build a wall and make America pay act. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Got me. Tables have turned. Touche, Mexico. We built the wall already and we paid for it. Yeah. So we basically paid to keep ourselves out of Mexico. Yeah. Mm, That is some 3D chess, Mexico. Oh, yeah. We're playing checkers. They're playing chess down there. Mm -hmm. I got married in Mexico. I got love. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. Sayulita. Little small surfing towns along the Baja coast. They're all, they used to be really small. Now they're kind of all built up, you know, but. That sounds awesome. I will miss Mexico. One of my favorite places to be. Yeah, me too. I love it. Everyone's so chill. Yeah. They love food and cold cervezas. Dude, exactly. Nothing better. After about four days though, you're kind of like, all right, maybe five. You're like, okay. It's like Vegas is 24 hours for me. Mexico is like a five day, four to five day thing. Yeah. When all of a sudden you're like, okay, uh, I need to get back to like a vegetable. Right. You know, not just, I I remember at my wedding, I was there for like eight, nine days. And by day six, I was eating peanut butter and jelly every day because I could not handle another chilaquile. Oh, really? Yeah. I I feel like they have corn down there. Yeah, they do have corn. Yeah. I think that's about it. Nothing green. Nah, not a lot of green. Maybe some peppers. But See? overall, not exactly the health spot you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> My very first beer that I ever had was in Mexico. And it really? Was delicious. It was, yeah, we were on this uh, on vacation with my family. I think I was 14. Mm. And we did this hike or something. It was really, really hot. It was like 100 degrees. And we got back on the tour bus to go back to our carnival cruise. The uh, tour guide was like, uh, I have some cold cervezas for you. And he handed us... <laughs> He had canceled. It. You're canceled. I'm can- That's okay. And he asked uh, my mom, uh, can he have one? And my mom was like, yeah, sure. He handed me this really <laughs> cold soul beer. You ever had Ooh, SOL? Oh, yeah, of course. Ooh. That sounds delicious. Water. It really yeah, good. it's like water beer. I love it. Uh, my first beer ever that I can remember was not at 14. I didn't drink until I was like 17. And then I just turned the fucking burners on. But I was in Israel on Ben Yehuda Street in Jerusalem. And I had a Maccabee or a Gold Star beer, one of the two brands in Israel. And it was like the whole world opened up. Like everything seemed brighter. Colors were more vivid. Patterns were more visible. Ideas were flowing. I was like, well, I found my calling. You sure that was beer? <laughs> yes. LSD-laced beer, yeah. of course. <laughs> was that, that's not, oh, is that uh, Birthright? No, I went with like a youth group kind of situation. Oh. Us Irish people have, um, we have a birthright. A lot of people don't realize that. It's a little different though. What is it? Oh, you just, you have to drive to Boston while playing Aerosmith on the radio (laughs) the whole way and then just order Dunkin' Donuts and that's it. Yeah. Irish birthright. I thought it was a house of pain, but Aerosmith works. (laughs) Either one. And you got to watch two Ben Affleck movies. Yeah. The Town and uh, Reindeer Games. Ooh, the two best ones. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, it's hot as fuck, and the air conditioner, every year in L.A., 
it gets to be like 108 in July at some point. And every CBS is sold out of fans. No one's air conditioning's working. So now they're making these like pocket-sized air conditioners, right? Yeah. Called Rion Pockets. Rion Pockets. Uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. I just ordered one um, and I'm hoping to get it in the mail because uh, I've gotten myself into sort of a really weird ritual um, from back in my poor and single days where I'd come home yeah. on a hot day, turn on the AC and just get naked and bend over right in front of it and let that Ooh. blow. Yeah, that sounds like New York. That New York City humidity, freaking Brooklyn swamp ass kind of midday disgustingness. Yep. Nothing worse. But it feels so good when you do that. It's like chewing five gum. I, <laughs> yeah, now I don't have to do that. I can just put one under my, my balls. Yeah, it's like a nice little – Jared, our boss at Audio Up Media, sent around a uh, new thing called the testicuzzi yesterday. It's like a little jacuzzi for your testicles. Ooh. So that's my summer solution to some <laughs> – you can nice. bend over your AC and get a, a Rion pocket. I'm going to be using the testicuzzi. Oh, I like that. Is it just like, is it like a, a coffee mug that you put some like eucalyptus tea in and drop uh, it in? Yeah. It's, oh, no, it's like a little cat feeder of some sort. I, I can't nice. explain it. It's weird. I didn't order one. But, you know, we should get some sponsored ones for this podcast. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll ask Jared if he can send one my way. Sure. Yeah. It's, text him. Say, Zach says you want to send me a test <laughs> Oh, That's man. Now – Finally, let's get into this for a second. I'm on LinkedIn because I had to join for a job I had like four years ago. I hate LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is the corporate just hell that I've been trying to avoid my whole life. And what I did was I updated it at one point. I wrote four episodes of a Netflix TV show called Brainchild. Check it out. Uh, and I was a producer on it. So on my LinkedIn, I put that I worked for Netflix. Thinking, oh, maybe someone will go, hey, this guy's got some sort of skill I can utilize in my workspace and I'll get hired for something. Now I get over 50 emails a day from every aspiring writer, director, actor, producer, sound designer, gaffer. Just, hey, Zach, any openings at Netflix you can get me in on? I'm like, guys, I wrote and produced four episodes of his show. I hate LinkedIn. I hate it. I don't even know why I still have a freaking profile there. But yeah. this new feature they've added Let's people know how to pronounce your name. So, is it great? I mean, probably we guys like you and I won't get too much benefit out of it. People don't really have a problem saying Zach Zellin, right? No, people have a problem saying Zellin. Dennis Quaid called me Zach Zlywin for like a week. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm changing my name officially, actually. Yeah. Plus, Dennis <laughs> Quaid is acknowledging you. I think that's always like a <laughs> shout a out, nice... DQ. Yeah. I love Quaid. <laughs> Yeah, um, I like usually people over the age of uh, fifteen have heard the name Liam. Right. By then, is it Farrell um, or Farrell? Farrell. Okay. See, there you go. Farrell. Yeah, used to have an O in front of it before our family came oh, over. Oh, on... Liam O'Farrell. Oh, Liam O'Farrell. You drunken fuck. Yes. What did you go? I, I can't even do an Irish accent. It's, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's in my blood. I can't even do it. Yours is good. I'm all right. Um, I don't want to get canceled for doing Irish accents, though. Oh, you got! I'll I'll give you a pass on behalf of all, all right, my uh, or all Irishmen across the world. Shout out, Irish brothers! Yeah. Call me um, Colin Farrell. Oh, any relation to Colin Farrell? That's yeah. That's my son. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, yeah. have him on the show next week. 
Yeah, well, we'll have, we should have a little uh, um, testacuzzi, like sort of like Howard Stern has a simian or whatever that yeah, thing right. is. That we have right. our guests ride. So all our, every time we have a guest, they just you want to ride the testacuzzi, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so who's this? This whole LinkedIn thing? It can benefit. So I guess it can benefit Farrell and Selwyn if people cannot pronounce those names. Who else is going to benefit from this? Well, I mean, it's certainly a leg up for Elon Musk's kid. However, oh. you say that name. How do you say that? I don't know. I, That's some it, bullshit. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. It's like, it seems just like, you know, when you register for some website and they suggest a password for you, that's just a bunch of, that's yeah. what his name is basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, do you recommend WDER546-98UHTGFDEW2? At symbol? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm going to go with my son's name and his birthday. Exactly. I'm going to, well, I'm going to start making fake accounts um, All right. with Let's funny names so that they can, LinkedIn can pronounce them back to me. And I was thinking of a couple like Phil McCracken. Sure. Lee Nover a bit. <laughs> Never heard that one. I like it. And my favorite one is Tara McClosoff. Ooh, Tara yes. McClosoff. Well, you can look out for her resume on LinkedIn. Comes yeah. The only things on there is uh, she's a Times Square Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be hitting you up for uh, some Netflix advice. Times Square Elmo is going to be the next Central Park Karen. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, look, yeah. You know, did you ever see the documentary? It was called, like, Almost Super or something. It was on the guy who died last year who was Superman and the Hulk at Hollywood Boulevard, someone did a doc about 15 years ago on those guys' lives, and it was just so sad. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. I guess you should check that out. Yeah, it's called – I can't remember what it's called, but you can Google it. it. Like, the cover art is Superman lying on a couch, like, sleeping off a hangover. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but that guy – I had to interview him for a show I was on back then, and he was really nice. But he died last year, like, dumpster diving, trying to support his meth habit. It was pretty sad. Oh, that is sad. So, so shout out Times Square Elmos. I hope you're staying safe and sober. Stay safe out there. And yeah, don't dumpster dive without a helmet. True that. True that, my friend. Well, listen, man. This was a slam jam-packed comedy episode. And I liked it. Loved it. Go uh, dip your balls in a test jacuzzi. Join us Monday for more Audio Up News Network and Wednesday. And then Friday, Liam and I go across the country and discuss what's going on on our respective coasts. My name is Zach Selwyn. And I'm Liam Farrell. Be good to each other, y'all. Talk soon. Peace.